Paul Kaharski Podcast is brought to you by the Yazoo Brewing Company, celebrating 15 years of beer in Nashville, Tennessee. Hey guys, welcome into the Paul Kaharski Podcast. I'm his co-host, Madison Blevins. We're lucky to have you guys with us. And we are also lucky to be sponsored by Yazoo Brews, a Southern original since 2003. And PK, I'm excited to be back on the Midday 180 Pedal Tavern next Wednesday so we can drink some Yazoo's together again. Yeah, uh, it'll be good. Uh, and maybe this weather that we're having right now will hold over either way, whether it's pleasant out like it is now or it's back to summer heat. Uh, the Hefeweizen, always tasty, whether you're riding through downtown, peddling a big tavern or uh, sitting at a bar or clearing out your fridge. Highly recommend it. Jump on them. And we're most appreciative of their sponsorship. Some of the best stuff around. Try it. This weather is pretty insane. I looked it up. It's like 78 degrees right now. It's fall like happening. Well, I like fall in the summer because then it doesn't make me fear winter, but fall in the fall makes me fear winter. And so I, I don't enjoy fall the way I should because to me it tells me that it's going to be uh, cold enough to, to wear pants and a jacket sometime soon. August 22nd or 23rd, something like that, I will take it. Why couldn't it have been this weather last week when we were sweating bullets at training camp? It's the way it goes. No such thing as cool training camp, particularly in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, how else is it going, PK? I know we just talked Friday, but I feel like I haven't talked to you in a little bit. Yeah, you know, I'm generally miserable, annoyed by uh, by traffic. I've got something wrong with my lower back that I can't iron out. Hutton and, uh, and Withrow do those commercials for couples massages because they're <laughs> such a handsome couple. And I've joked on the air that I need, I don't need a couple's massage. I need a couple of massages. Uh, so maybe I need to get over to, uh, to the fine sponsor from the zone and see Dr. if I can get Gil? this knot out of my back or whatever it is. Uh, no, this would be um, a moment's peace, a moment's peace spa and salon. I don't need the salon as much cause I'm very, very naturally beautiful in my itself, but I, I got to do something about this back and I'm not eating. Wait, why aren't you eating? Not complaining. Uh, not complaining. I'm just complaining. But uh, the time map where you get this uh, to write about where you go into uh, two more meaningless games and a long, long pause between now and, uh, and the, and the start of the meaningful season uh, uh, can be a little bit of a frustrating time that creates impatience not just in fans but uh in media as well uh but working on some things that i think will be interesting and excited to see uh what they can do on saturday afternoon in pittsburgh and it'll be nice to see a day game in the preseason because i won't have to stay up in the middle of the night to do my my file on 90 guys well speaking of frustrating the big story today on Wednesday was Rashawn Evans, the rookie. He came back to practice, but kind of. I read, I wasn't at practice, but I read that he just did stretching or the drills or what was going on there? Uh, they pulled him out of uh, individual period, the the linebacker period after just three snaps, I think uh, the guys who watched practice said. And then uh, Mike Rabel said afterwards, you know, that he needs uh, more time and more treatment. And, uh, you know, they kind of ease guys in and Todd Torricelli, their director of sports medicine, you know, uh, pulled. Well, it didn't seem like it was going well. 
you know, we still don't know what it is, but it seems pretty clear. It's some kind of leg thing. And uh, certainly on the videos I've seen on one of, one of those snaps and in the individuals, he had some sort of tightness maybe on the back of his leg. I'm, I'm not trying to be a doctor and I, I'm trying to avoid over speculating, but uh, in a way that uh, did not look like he was uh, comfortable you hope he didn't suffer a setback, uh, you know, that it was limited enough work that it didn't really do anything to set it back. Um, and, uh, you know, he needs the time he needs. It's not as bad as a wide receiver missing uh, training camp, a rookie wide receiver missing training camp with a hamstring. But uh, it really stinks for the Titans that a year after Corey Davis missed uh, all or most of camp with uh, with the hamstring injury, Rashawn Evans is uh, on course for the same fate. Well, in the injury list, it doesn't stop there. It's gotten pretty big with significant people missing, some of which are veterans. What do we know on their status? Well, we don't know much about anybody's status. I mean, we were expecting Brian Arakpo was only going to miss about a week, and he's still out. Delaney Walker hurt what appeared to be a toe last week. Uh, We don't know what's up with Derek Morgan. We don't know what's up with Malcolm Butler. But you've got uh, Arakpo, Morgan, and Butler. That's three starting uh, players on offense. You've got Delaney Walker, Jack Conklin still on PUP, Richard Matthew still on PUP. That's three starters on offense. You got um, <clears throat> Kendrick Lewis and Stephen uh, Terrell weren't didn't practice on on Wednesday. Those are two backup safeties, uh, and Lewis, I think, is a guy that, that will wind up on this roster if he's healthy. Michael Campanero we haven't seen in some time, and he's still out, the, the wide receiver who's losing ground every day to Nick Williams. Um, that That's too long a list. Um, you know, and I, I'm a believer in giving Vrabel the benefit of the doubt in terms of giving guys uh, sufficient time off to, to get healthy and the like, but uh, it's an awful long time uh, for some of these guys. And, and you're not seeing their, they're not practicing with the people they're going to be playing with, presuming that they're healthy on September 9th in Miami. And that's, that's, that's not good, obviously uh, on the bright side, you know, <clears throat> the guys they've lost for the season are, are uh, uh, you know, have not been crucial, crucial high ranking components of this. Um, outside of Jonathan Cyprian, and maybe they upgraded with Kenny Vaccaro there. We'll find out. Of the three guys the Titans lost as first and second team return men, have we actually seen any of those guys, PK, return a punt or kick in the preseason? Yeah, I give you a bad note there, too. Uh, they list them as first and second uh, punt returners. My bad on that. Yeah, Adore Jackson's listed as the starting punt returner and the starting kickoff returner on the unofficial depth chart. Campanero, who we just talked about, is listed as the second punt returner. Deion Lewis is listed as uh, as the second kick returner. I don't think we've seen those guys at all. Maybe Lewis took one. Uh, I mean, heck, if you go all the way through, they've got Jackson, Campanero, and Williams at punt returner. Jackson, Lewis, and Campanero at kickoff returner. Um <clears throat> We haven't seen Jackson take one. Deion Lewis might have taken one. I, I don't think so. Nick Williams has taken a couple. But um, you know, it seems to me that they, they're not even thinking it's important to see uh, Odori Jackson necessarily do it in the preseason or Deion Lewis. Uh, I wonder if they won't use them only situationally, depending on, on the game situation and the kick and stuff. And they'll have other guys on the roster who are able to do it. Nick Williams, certainly I would have on the roster at, at this point. 
but at this stage, we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen it on full blast by by any means, uh, and it's more about the blocking and the and the coverage uh, for special teams than it is about the returners. Okay, a couple things. I know we talked about this last week, but I want to pull away from football for a second because I was reading an article earlier and I heard that the infamous bird scooters are coming back to Nashville. How do you feel about these electric scooters? Yeah, have you around? have you been on one of these or have you seen one? You've been yeah. on Well, oh. I wanted to get your take first on how you oh, okay. feel about well, them before I give you my spiel. You know, we're paying attention uh, earlier this week to the Metro Council meeting because uh, we wanted to see what happened with the next step on the MLS stadium. And, uh, and that went in favor of the MLS stadium, though there's still uh, at least one more <clears throat> uh, vote that it needs to clear. But out of this also comes the uh, the bird scooter thing. Now, I'm not as familiar. I'm very curious to hear. Uh, I mean, I've heard conversation about it. I haven't seen it. I don't I don't know what they uh, look like beyond the picture. I don't know what they you haven't um, seen them. No, I mean, I guess I've seen people on them, but I don't I don't feel like I've uh, I've taken note like, hey, there's a bird scooter. But here's the thing. One of the re- so they did away with them in order to um, to kind of reset what the rules are on them. And, and I guess one of the big problems was that people weren't returning them to wherever you needed to return them, and I don't know how that whole yeah. thing works. But they were just kind of leaving them in alleyways or areas where, um, uh, you know, like spots where you can't park but where you could easily put a scooter. Um, and that was a, a problem. And so now the solution to this is a $25 fine that goes to the bird scooter company that the bird scooter company could pass on to the renter of the bird scooter. $25 isn't going to fix that problem. So if these things are being dropped off uh, or left in areas where they shouldn't be left, that they should have put a harsher penalty on it. That said, I may surprise you. <clears throat> I'm in favor of anything that reduces traffic. And these reduce traffic. If you drive it like an idiot, you're going to get hit. But if if you're intelligent in the way you drive this, uh, you know, say you were going from our radio station, uh, the, the zone over over by uh, Demombrian Hill downtown, uh, you know, and you, and you didn't want to take an Uber because it's high traffic time. You could zip down there on a bird scooter. And if you find the right place to put it and uh, and it's cost effective, that's that's not bad to me. I, I, that part doesn't bother me nearly as much. Um I, I don't I like pedal taverns. Uh, I think it's cool for downtown and stuff. They've reduced them to not be on the street during prime traffic times. Um so I think that's all right. I don't like the number of golf carts that are down there. I just don't understand how a golf cart Okay, okay, okay. Now we're just completely times. going away from the topic, which is birds. Well the scooter the scooter will make us use the golf carts less and it doesn't take up a lane of traffic. I'm in favor of the scooter if they can find an effective way to make it work. <laughs> Okay, so I've actually never been on one of them myself, but you know they go up to like fifteen or twenty miles per hour. Like they're I'm very- picturing you like on a date sharing a scooter. I don't know why that's in my head, but that's <laughs> the picture. Well, first off, two people couldn't fit on them. But anyway, so I mean I I always like you know, I rode dirt bikes Scooting. whenever you I like was scooting. younger. Like I like thrill stuff like that. But I will say <laughs> My uh, birthday this past May, we all went to um, up 
the rooftop bar in the Gulch before and did like a happy hour. And then we all walked to San Añejo and had dinner. Well, my best friend, Julia, and my brother decided that they were going to take a bird. And Grant was like, my brother was like, yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. You'll be fine. She's like, I've never really ridden one, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. So she gets on it, Paul, like the worst crash I've ever seen. Like her knee was like cut open. Like she has the worst scar. This was in May. It still hasn't healed. Like it, she got really hurt and she was just riding it and she like hit a rock and she fell off of it. And my brother was like, it was the nastiest fall I've ever seen. And I was like, I don't know how these are going to be regulated or how they're going to be safe. Like, how do you make sure you're ensuring that nobody gets hurt on one of these things or it's a car. I think you're assuming liability. If you rent it, did they rent them that night? Like, was it? Yeah. How much did it cost? I think they're like $3 a mile or something like that. It's not, or 20 cents a mile. It's not expensive. I don't know. I mean, I think you you need to be more coordinated than she was. That's well, and then you have people say. like late night that will rent them when they're drinking. And yeah. if, if anyone hits my car on a bird, I'm not going to be happy. No, you're making a strong case against the bird. But I just want people out of out of their cars. Make room for me in my car. Don't block the box. Don't block the box with the bird. Either, but see, you won't block the box with the bird because you could slide right between or beside some cars who are blocking the box. All right. Did you uh, did you retweet my my petition, my pledge? It's not a petition; it's a pledge. What? No, <laughs> I didn't see it. I put out a pledge on midday one eighty. I tweeted tweeted it out on midday one eighty or on your account. <clears throat> we tweeted it from midday one eighty, but then I retweeted it. That if you retweet it, you're you're co-signing a pledge that you will not slow down to observe a car in the shoulder, thus enhancing a traffic jam. So I urge you to retweet it and sign on to that pledge. There's no reason people need to be slowing down to look at another car with a flat tire, another car with its hood up, whatever it is. If it's off to the side of the road and it's safe, then what you need to do is get about your business and continue to drive. I urge everyone to find the tweet. I urge everyone to retweet the tweet. I urge everyone to get your friends to retweet the tweet. Let's make Nashville a better place. By just going, <laughs> go, resist all temptation, all these urges to slow on the highway. We have to get past them. Just frigging go. When was I this put it, out? Uh, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday during the show. Okay. So speaking, I, of, uh, speaking of the show, you guys got a new phrase you're liking right now. We, uh, Chad, I have to give credit to Chad Winthrow. Uh, came up with a nice phrase. It kind of embodies our attitude. We bang hats. Now, we got some grief on the air today as if we were, like, endorsing concussions, which is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's an attitude thing, and helmets do bang in football, whether we like it or not or whether they're trying to legislate it away. We're not endorsing CTE or concussions. We don't like to see people hurt. But we bang hats is our attitude. We're, we're not going to lay back and be timid. We are, uh, you know, knocking knocking heads. And so you can now get a We Bang Hats t-shirt if you go to Midday 180 on uh, uh, on Twitter or uh, on Facebook. You can find out how to how to make the purchase through our friends at Something Inc. And, jo- and join the movement, We Bang Hats. I know Madison will be wearing one of these very shortly. 
Well, I, you know, it's funny because I've heard you guys say this so much recently, but I've never actually heard the story of why it came about. Oh, so. I think it, I think Chad was reflecting on somebody being timid, and we were setting ourselves apart as to how we are not timid. This is going to be the end of the first part of this podcast. And if you've listened before, you know the second half is for members only. I'm not going to give you the whole membership spiel. Go to paulkuharski.com. Head to the top right on the desktop. There's a membership button or on mobile. You hit the three lines. It'll give you an option to look at the membership details. Uh, I urge you to consider joining. On the other side of this short break, uh, we're going to talk about Rashard Matthews' contract extension. We're going to talk about Titans' conspiracy theories. Uh, yet another example of Marcus Mariota's ridiculous humility. And um, a little bit more on Taewon Taylor on the Titans minus Rashawn Evans and the potential for this team to have four running backs, all that, and probably more after this break. You're listening to the Paul Kuharski podcast sponsored by Yazoo, co-hosted by Madison Blevins, and we'll be right back. The Paul Kuharski podcast is a joint production of paulkuharski.com and Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.